and A go to the movies and see The Handmaiden, an erotic love story between two women, which basically turned A gay and got the girls all sparked up about woman-on-woman affairs. Join our roundtable chat to hear just what is so alluring about women being together, our own experiences, and why we would or wouldn't go there. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And A. I think we wanted to start introducing ourselves. I did. Christina Hepburn, and I'm T. Because, oh my God, there's a face. I boobs. There's a name. I know. Well, you can find it on social media and all. It's you all can. linked. It's, with all our names. Our, it's all in our, um, uh, every description we have. But we thought, oh, yeah, I'm Stephanie Allen, and I'm A. Because you got some nice booty. I got some booty. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know. All right. Well, and we do a lot of other things, and we're actors and uh, comedians. I miss stand up, and uh, anyway, yeah, we know. We're, anyway, we're anyone who's been listening of- regularly, you already know this. Okay. Uh, so, um, bit, a couple few, things before we launch items. into our topic. A very juicy topic. I'm so excited about. Yes. Well, about should we you know, introduce Carl- our guest? Yeah. Can, yeah. So, Carlisle Forrester is our guest Hi. tonight. Hi, thanks for joining us. Yes. Um, Carlisle is a comedian, has a podcast also called Two Girls and One Guy. Two Girls, One Guy podcast. That's right. You can find them on Facebook and iTunes. Yes, and and iTunes. Subscribe and download there. Awesome. And um, And you guys interview a dude. Yes. Always on every show. It's basically my co-host Zara Ali and I, and each week we just talk to a new dude. Is Usually there, comic, uh, you know, male comics that we know are peers, uh, people that we look up to, people we can learn something from, you know, or people that we're just like hitting the open mic scene with. Yeah. They're, nice. they're, not, all, they're not all stars. Let's get real. No, That's but they're still people. You know? They're people with opinions. <laughs> yeah. And life experience. That's the most interesting. They've got nothing to lose. They can say That's everything. Right. That's well, right. Carlisle and I, we so, performed together and that section where did. we met. That's how we met. Yeah. We did a show together. Um, and I thought you were great and really funny. So I was I'm like, happy to meet other podcasters. This is my favorite. Is this, do you, know, do you guys have fun doing it? We have so yeah. much fun. Doing Super it. fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Like well, we love talking. Favorite medium. Yeah. And we love like the because I like to hear myself talk. No, I'm teasing. No, I love. But talking. we have, yes. before because I, I know you ladies are just going to launch into Chatty. discussion. We have to so business first. I'm sorry, I'm nailing this down. Okay, what's I, up? I wanted to first. We wanted to thank you all for the beautiful iTunes reviews. Oh yeah, we have a full five star ranking. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Thank and, um, you so, for everyone who has taken the time to write us the reviews. Yes, we've been asking for that, and yeah. you guys have come forward. So thank you. And um, and uh, the other thing is, oh, the the central massage videos that yes. um, I am launching around the holidays. Uh, they're still in the edit room. I just got new rough cuts. So I'm excited to watch those. But um, if you go to stephanieallen.com slash massage or anywhere on stephanieallen.com, it's pretty intuitive. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you can go and get on the waiting list to uh, for when these videos come out. Yeah. So that you can learn how to master sensual massage as Ooh. I have. Yeah. And, and seven, during seven years of my life. Why do I want to master sensual massage, Stephanie? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> well, not? honestly, it's the it is an incredible mm, uh, training ground to super ramp up your sensuality and yeah. be a better lover. Honestly, it's it's like the best i think now, it leads are there to an- happy endings in these sensual massages there are okay oh but yes for, for very, everyone all very around. happy endings for and men and is, women yeah and here's the other thing is that i and that i talk a lot a lot about this in the videos is that it's such a different experience from your normal sex 
sexy time experience right. like it really it's like a completely different orgasm and in fact one of the guys on the on our crew was like afterward he if we were shooting and he's like oh my god it's so true everything that you were saying i had a lady friend who was giving me these massages and it's just mind-blowing so different i'm wow. like I-, I know yeah I know. intense and grounded and rooted and uh. yeah so i really teach you all the gold nuggets i've learned in seven years about how to connect and really put magic in your touch to really blow someone's yeah. mind in seven so. years of professional central massage yes yes so uh go again go to stephanieallen.com slash massage to get on that waiting list and uh yeah yeah Excited and well and we thank you for the itunes reviews if you guys haven't taken the time to write one we'd love if you do if you like the show and you and you listen regularly so please uh you know write a little it can even be short and Give i think you can put anonymously out. who you are yeah it's always important yeah um is that that's all that's, that's, that's our all business, business yeah well so Okay, we've started our a little segment called Five Minutes of Foreplay. And I always like to say fi- it should still be, foreplay should always be more than five minutes. Always. <laughs> we're doing bad. bad. Yeah, we're doing so. the sloppy stuff. So uh, I just wanted to um, mention like an interaction on Twitter, which I thought was really funny from one of our last shows about uh, someone had written in a question for our Ask TNA segment that we mm-hmm. do at the end of every month mm-hmm. called... Uh, Ask we- TNA? Yes, asking it, but you can write us at advice at tatalksex.com and we'll answer the questions at the end of the month. But uh, specifically, it was about oral sex and how do you get a woman to come from that? Right. And I just really liked um, uh, the uh, tweet from The Curious Case. It's at stuff underscore curious. And he wrote, no man should ever, quote, make a woman come from oral. You may try to provide a launch pad for her to take off from Max. Smiley face. Ooh. He put hashtag her choice. But you don't like that. No. What is he talking about? He can make a woman come totally from that. I think he's just saying don't force her. Don't like expect it. Don't. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. I kind of liked how I don't come so easily from oral. And um, and I'm always like, I love the warm up of it. Like, I guess I would be in his camp in terms of it being a warm up. Whereas I'm with men and I'm like, they're down there forever. And I'm like, wow, this is great. Like, you're like, can this we have is sex not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have to work really hard and I might rub your face off. I just, I don't, you know. See, so you I appreciate that. I like that. Uh, me too. I can. I can, I can too. Yeah. And you want to. That's my favorite. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's my absolute favorite. Yeah. And I, and I want a few, I probably want a couple orgasms before I yeah, have Yeah. That's just the first one. Yeah. Right. That's a good starting point for an orgasm is the oral. Then you go. But I, but I do appreciate his mentality of, you know, let her let her be at her own pace. You don't she don't you don't have to get an outcome, which is, you know, if that's, that's maybe I'm interpreting that too positively. But I don't know. I think I, it's spoken like a man that's never dead. made a <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. Whatever. What was this? Twitter? <laughs> the curious case. <laughs> oh. Sorry, curious George. <laughs> I Back stand to the drawing you. board. It's, I stand behind you. It's not you. the alphabet. Just don't listen what your frat boys told you. ABC. Have you heard of that before? <laughs> yeah. It's not that. Like doing the alphabet. It's in, not that yeah. curious George. Don't get confused. <laughs> <laughs> On another note, um, so this is our little foreplay sessions are to sort of give us. Um, Insight yeah. into updates on on little tidbits of our personal lives, and I got to punch a man in the balls what? last week. Do tell. tell us more. <laughs> he wanted it. Wow. He wanted it. When I was a little kid, I I got in lots of like schoolyard fights with boys, and I kicked them in the balls. No, no, no. This was different. He wanted it, and I got to like at first. I'm like tapping, and he's like, no, no, no. 
I want it. And I'm like, really like close fist. He's like, "Mm mm-hmm. So we did this whole role play thing, which I was very impressed with myself. I fucking rocked that shit. Yeah, Yeah, you owned it. I was like his yoga teacher. And I like, I was so (laughs) terrified before going into this whole play date thing. And like, (laughs) and then, and I, and I totally like, I don't know what happened, you guys. I just... I, I was good was it thrilling wow. to role play because you said you had you were afraid at first and then it's like yeah. always when and it's you funny because transgress. I'm an actress you know but it's yeah like, yeah but it was totally different in the better well but um, you're like doing something new and I think every yes. time you do something new it's like a thrill and inspiring in a way Were you afraid you would hurt him well, well no because he said I mean sure like you know I'm I, you're just whenever you're hurting yeah I'm afraid I mean, yeah. you would hurt him <laughs> Yes, but, but but he, you know, he was so um, he was into that, into it, you know, and that was really the fun part, I guess. Yeah, was it, it, you know, it really it that was you're satisfying like, him. Yeah, you know, and um, and so I, I really it put me in a dominant role because he, you know, he wanted this more dominant thing, and uh, so I like had him pinned against the wall and like closed fist, and and even I need him in the balls, in the balls, several times. Oh, <laughs> it's he wanted because... me to drop him to his knees. He and he liked it, and, and you know it was really anyway. That was my yeah. So, I, so I'm he, good at hitting guys in the balls. Off I guess. On the pain at that point, like he's is he like, you know, for um he he explained it as being sort of wired from when he was a kid about uh about. Uh, little, sorry, I'm like, am I girlfriend. telling too much? Is anyone no. going to be able to identify it? No, I'm sure many people have this yeah. experience. But yeah, just being wired from a kid with yeah. with a girl that he liked as um, a little boy. as a little as a little boy. Sorry, and uh, and they had this little tryst between them, and so she the, one of the ways she would flirt and show her affection was by like being a coy little crap kid and like tapping him in the balls so now he's like wired for it you know yeah. and he's he can totally have normal sex outside of that but but it's just a little something that he likes to indulge in that's weird i have a thing from kindergarten and if somebody kicks me in the shin i come as well so <laughs> it's, it's probably what that's about. well i'm gonna be doing some shin kicking yeah. after the show say it's paper balls from across the room for me you know <laughs> that really gets me off innocent but you know yeah <laughs> I guess it's deviant. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I just had the opposite with a lover where where he was like, oh, balls are sensitive. Nope. Too much. Too much. Don't touch. Don't touch. Yeah. But I've been with, I've kind of had a pattern of men that are like, rub the balls. Mm. I don't Tugging know. So is good, right? Yeah. Tugging is good. That's what Tugging's I thought. Good. And But he was a little mm, mm, sensitive. Some guys are super <laughs> sensitive where they like don't want to be touched. Yeah. So just by knowing your body, yeah. the more you know. So we're Doo-doo-doo. totally talking about balls, but this show is actually all about women on women. Yeah. Loss. Which is why I liked the mention of our of the tweet. kicking. In the oh no, oh. the tweet about oral actually, sex. Actually, there were balls involved in handmade. <laughs> there were very, very important balls. I want those balls. Oh my god, the I metal, want those balls. Yeah, the metal wait, balls wait, wait, wait. How made much? famous in Fifty Shades. No, no, no. These were different. These were different balls. These were extra special. These were extra special and different. They jingled. These were from a different time period. These were from a different time period. When things they were, were antique. <laughs> but can I ask, how much are we? Re- do we? Are, should we say oh, spoiler yeah. alert? Uh, I, I think we have to say spoiler really? alert. I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be a few spoilers, but this movie is definitely worth seeing, so it's not going to like deter anybody yeah. from going. Actually, I would say the film. What well I love said. about it is it's such a rich, lush experience. Mm-hmm. That's why you want to go see this, yes. not because of like the plot points. Although the plot points are really fun. Too. It was. I I was surprised the whole movie. Um, I. I 
I honestly, I, I went to go see this by myself. T, you went to see it by yourself. I saw it by myself. I saw, Me too. I, so all three, oh my God, <laughs> for all three of these beautiful women in LA that are like going to see movies by themselves. You know, but I would have, pre- I preferred it that way because I got to have the whole experience. Me too. Just myself. relishing it. I got to eat a hot dog, no shame, at 11 a.m. in the morning. Yes. <laughs> thank you for my homework, ladies. Yes. Thank you for that experience. Good. So for all of you, I, I, um, The Handmaiden is like, I didn't really know what I was getting into. I saw the trailer which was a you know I had, no had a little bit of an erotic you know well can I say it's portrayed as like a crime thriller can I can an I kind erotic of cr- yes do our ahead. we're gonna do a little intro just so you guys know that so the film The Handmaiden it's directed by Park Chan Wook it premiered at Cannes last this past year um, he's the director of Old Boy and Lady Vengeance and Stoker which are all really dark and violent movies this this well there is a little violence in this movie but I felt this was a much more like very joyous, apropos yeah it was, fine. Yeah. It, it was fit well yeah and what I find is lacking in the descriptions of this movie is like how joyous and funny and and celebratory it was um, right. but before we but it, I, I'll say it was um, based on the novel Fingersmith by the British author Sarah Waters oh, yeah I was wondering that yeah except he placed it in um korea and, and japan. japan yeah mm-hmm. and um and it's actually a japanese uh woman who is uh, who lives on a secluded estate um hires a korean handmaiden who is secretly plotting to you know swindle her with the help of a con man or the con man kind of enlists her to do it um that's all public stuff. I, okay. That was no spoiler. No spoilers That's there. actually like the intro of the movie. <laughs> and the film's in Korean and Japanese and the, okay. and the subtitles change. So there are that. subtitles, guys, but you have to go see this movie. Yeah, I do not know why this isn't like everybody in the country should be talking about this movie. It's the best movie I've seen in well, five years for sure. I think it'll get some, some Oscar praise. I mean, oh, I hope just so. like the way it was shot or the it's, screenplay or something. Yeah, it's, it's stunningly so beautiful. beautiful. It's too good. Well, it takes place turn of the century, yeah. right? So it's a, it is, I think... Yeah, well, we don't. I Maybe don't later. Was it There's the cars. 40s? There are it was the 40s. Maybe. I don't even know how to guess. I feel like we had a little bit of a, of a disruptive election that may have distracted from films in the cinema right now. <laughs> but going to see The Handmaid will fix, make you forget all about that. It will make, it'll just make you feel good. Whatever, whatever is going on in your life right now. But, um, but, um, so just, okay. So we're praising it. That's wonderful. But it really did. Honestly, you guys, I left that movie and I was like, oh my God, I need to go find a woman to have an affair with. <laughs> I was sold. Yeah. Sold. I did leave feeling totally really charged. Sold. Because did you have yellow fever? I did. <laughs> oh, I yeah, honestly, yeah. And, and you know what started the this though? They are the most so beautiful sexy. Asian women. And um, I really, T, uh-huh. T, your, your Burning Man lover got me into Marco Polo. So oh I, yeah, we've been watching the TV show binge, Marco Polo. I binge watched that, which started my Asian fever. Yeah, And exactly. then I saw this movie, <laughs> the Asians which are is completely right now. This is a horrible term, but it's true. Now I'm like, wow. But you know, it's so cool. It was that I had never seen a, a like a romance. I mean, how many romantic love affairs between women have I watched on TV or, or film or whatever? I don't know. But like what I loved about this one is that it was so sweet and it was so relatable to me because I, I am a very feminine woman. And I feel like I would relate more to a more feminine woman. So these were two really beautiful and feminine women, I felt, who were coming together. And I was like, oh, I get that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I I'm liked, like, oh, I could do that. I liked the motivation for why they came together, too. Like, it's, I mean, the whole point is it's about this very specific, intimate relationship of two women who've been isolated in different ways. And the, I mean, the same way that you fall in love with anyone, like you discover you have things in common and you feel like, you know, no one else could relate 
and then all of a sudden you're you know you're bonded and then they both had their own sort of naivete and they explore sexuality or oh that might have been a spoiler alert <laughs> but uh but look they scissor there it's spoiled <laughs> um, it's, it's the most beautiful it never a beautiful artistic yeah. scissor scene it's a scissor scene that played at con guys it's highbrow like, yeah. come on never exactly. have I seen right? such delicious scissoring though because I, I saw the movie B- what was the movie blue well, vat blue, blue vat was it blue, blue valentine velvet? no, no. Blue, blue Velvet, the one blue that was Valentine? also at Cannes. Yeah, the one that won Cannes the year God, before. You know the one, My Blue Valentine. No, no, she had like blue hair and the. It was a French film. Something. Right? Oh, the the pretty the something color blue. The prettiest. The, the color. The, the color prettiest blue. color blue. No, the. Oh God, we're failing. <laughs> I know, this is if you know what we're talking, there's a film called, called the color blue, blue played at Cannes. No, something about being the fairest. Co- I don't know, but there it was. It's basically just like a big erotic, you know, sex movie. I mean, there's tons of sex in it. But, but I feel like it's more like indie feeling, or not? Not what's the word no, I'm the, for? Well, it, it was Hipster. more tragic too. I mean, it was like this sort of tortured love. I mean, so you see passion and the fire of it. But anyway, I, what my point is that this film I felt was more. I don't know, thrilling and beautiful and like captured the gusto of it. Like, like what's special about falling in love? Like it's so, it's just so cinematic and like the style of that house and that place. Cause like the whole thing is about this countess and she's like trapped in this house that was half English and half Japanese because that was with the crazy, you know, Lord or what would you call it? Is he the count? The master. Yeah. The master they call them. And he was obsessed with books. So my favorite part is whenever she's reading the erotic stories. Because back then, like, that was very erotic. Just her reading. Yeah. You know, and then the guys are just like, there's like just erotic like this theater. parlor of men just like listening, hanging on her every word. That was a hot scene. That was very hot. It was yeah. hot. And I think also the sensuality of words, like the yes. power of the rhythm. Yeah, are you gesturing? We have to take a break. Yes, we do have to take Uh, a break. When we come back, I want to keep talking about this, but also um, share. Like, I want to know what experiences you guys have had about yeah yeah. with with women, and so we're going to share a little bit of that when we come back. Um, Don't forget to go to stephanieallen.com/slash/massage to uh, get in on the waiting list for the massage videos. And uh, write us at advice at tatalksex.com if you have any questions or thoughts uh, to be mentioned at the end of the month. And, and check out Carlisle's uh, Two Girls, One Guy podcast on Facebook and iTunes. Two Girls, One Guy. So, you know, yep. Okay. Well, this is TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. We're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking about the movie The Handmaiden. And oh, so how we delicious. all want to have lesbian lovers now. <laughs> so have you... <laughs> so have you... So Carlisle, have you ever had some lady attention? Oh my gosh. Can, are you... So how did I know we were going to take... I, I you don't really have to... Realize. You don't no, have no, to answer. Of course I have. I am... I'm an open... Uh, Sorry, Gigi just unplugged my cord. Oh, the little our our, our mascot. mascot dog your, is your meddling there, with the yes. uh, headset. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a very sexual person, so I've I've dabbled uh, in that before. Not quite as beautifully or cinematic as as that today. I think it was more of like a, a Vegas situation, you know. But that's a that's a different movie. Um, <laughs> What's the uh, well, the famous one with Liz- Elizabeth uh, Str- uh, 
you know, from from yes. Saved by the Bell. Elizabeth Showgirls. Yeah. Showgirls, yeah, yeah. Just picture me as Elizabeth Berkeley from Showgirls. Exactly. That was my lesbian. Exp- no, just I saw her at a restaurant not too long ago here, and it was kind of really exciting. I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, so, were you together no, or just separately separate. saw her? We separately saw her. Yeah. Um, but what? But um, so tell me about these experience did you like them was it more of just like oh this is here i'll try it well, don't really it was, like it i think like, the hottest thing, how in depth was it well i think the hottest thing to me was that she was like really into it and uh, that's why i went for it she just like really wanted to kiss me and was telling me that i was beautiful and i'd never kissed a girl before i was very <gasps> young and i was just like why not it's we're in vegas <laughs> when in yeah. vegas no so that, you kissed a girl i kissed a girl I and I did you like it? it? Yeah, I liked it, but then like you know how girls are, and it's just a little clingy. Let's get real. <laughs> Not really? kidding. Yeah, because like you know, I live in L.A. So after our our Vegas weekend was done, she like kept she wanted something a couple times, and whatever Aww. area code that Vegas, I think it's like seven seven, seven something. Seven, yeah. And if I saw that, I'd just be like, Ugh. <laughs> oh my god, it was like a. You know, a hangover. I didn't want to remember. Yeah. No. Well, it's interesting. No. These moments. Not. I don't know why though, because it wasn't bad. It was. It was totally innocent. But it, I mean, it, it taught me that I don't go that way. So right. So is that the only experience you've had? Um. Yeah. That was the main one. Who's there? Might have been, who's there next? might have been one more. Oh, you're holding out. I knew it. Oh my god. Okay. I sometimes I you forget. Know where I'm gonna go here. Well, yeah, um, there was another time. And again, it was it was awkward because I think the girl kind of wanted more of like a relationship. Mm. And I was just being open minded and like trying, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's but interesting. I definitely like boys. Yeah. Like that has always been. I love men. Yeah. I made a podcast about how much I love men. <laughs> <laughs> Praise men. Um, so, yeah. Okay, and so did you, when you got done watching this, were you like, did, were you like fevered for it or were you happy to admire from afar? Um, I was, yeah, it definitely like got me thinking about all that again. See, I it, swear the country's going to watch this and like we're all us women are going to be having sex together. very racy. Yeah. I, I think it's just, for me, it's erotic and arousing in general. Like I don't, um, I, it does make me question like my own boundaries or kind of why I don't go that way and it's and but in general I've sort of even with with our show and the more every show that we do I get closer and closer to just being so like openly affectionate with everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like but also kind of um thinking about you know like why do I have that you know boundary with this person like we could just play you know have fun and then hook up are you lesbian I'm I'm straight and I and I also love men and I do talk we talk a lot about how I sort of seem to be drawn to a fe- kind of effeminate men or I don't know if that's completely right, but a more they have like a feminine energy and I they do. And they're like, they tend to be slender and hairless yeah, and pretty. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not gay and like, you know, right. very masculine in a way, you know, but I think maybe it's because of your energy and that you're more on, on, I have like an assertiveness. We've talked about this before, maybe because you were raised by your dad or something. You have more of, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I don't know. know. And I go for like pretty, I call it like the pretty boy look, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. I'm like, he's a pretty boy. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. So I, I haven't, I've only sort of been really like sparked by two women that I can think of where I thought, oh my God, I really want to like try something. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I feel like almost walked that line of being like, she was beautiful 
but very athletic and kind of almost like might as well, you know, had a boy body or something. Oh, but okay. yeah, a little more androgynous, you know, sort of in that middle zone, but just very pretty. So have you ever like kissed a girl or been with a woman? Lots of making out with yeah. girls. Not a lot of uh, like petting or yeah, not really. Touch? No, I kind of want to play with boobs more. I'm like, I love my <laughs> breasts and I love like, yeah, like even with men, I'm always like, mm, like admire my boobs. Like I get annoyed if they're not super into them. And uh, and I think I yeah, I'm like, wow, they feel so nice they do in general. Nice. It's like, that's nice. Like, well, I, I you know, it, yeah. and I think that's the point when I watch a movie like this I go yeah I mean contact feels good it feels good from everyone it feels good when we hug you know it feels Girls good tend to ask me if they can fill my boobs a lot because well, wow. you got you I mean I don't you're clothed but it looks like you have a very nice rack do I have a nice rack yeah she saw me when I had a, like a low cleavage thing on that's why I said that but I usually <laughs> I was like wait I, I haven't seen the whole a private moment she's, in the bathroom she's ragging her she's yeah, ragging her brain like, like wait have I seen her why don't I remember I have like no yeah I'm like I don't have like a photograph in that's my mind that's why they call her the T um, <laughs> no but uh, a lot of girls will ask me like if they're fake and they're and then I'm like no I just have like a really good push up bra and yeah. they're like I don't believe you let me touch on oh my god and they hilarious. do that to me a lot like I don't do girls just randomly walk up to you and grab your boobs because it happens to me a lot yeah no I I Maybe it's the shirts I wear but for sure in college like my friends and I remember joking around and we would like grab each other's boobs but it would be like funny you know yeah. it was almost like teasing each other but that's, yeah, that's yeah. like a thing that yeah, yeah. I feel like that fits into that stereotype of like girls playing pillow fights naked, you know, or like in your underwear and I'm but like I, well we did have that boob grabbing you know but Carla <laughs> I can see what you're saying like like you know when maybe with drunk girls who I mean I'm putting a picture together for myself so you tell me this is right but like yeah you're at a bar and like everyone's drinking yeah they and then like it's okay yeah right I, yeah and I think uh I think those are girls just like really wanting to have an experience yeah yeah you, maybe you, so. you poor thing you're being accosted maybe so I used to work at a nightclub where I was the only girl that didn't have fake boobs. Like, everybody had that L.A. look, you know, and everybody had to wear corsets, like, push-up bras. And they never would believe that mine weren't fake. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, no, look, I feel, that feels like a bag. Like, literally, <laughs> like, squeezing my tit. Look, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's You're like, it's well, when they're... firmness because I'm 24. Like, <laughs> yeah. let me have this moment. They're not I, that's fake. hilarious. Yeah, why well, again the corset like pushing them up makes them you're like, corsets right, like a round best. apple. Corsets, <laughs> they are. There was a lot of corsets in Iron Maiden. Yeah, there in the, were there in was a movie. corset scene, yeah. A lot of yeah. sexy unbuttoning. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um okay, so so that was the extent of your I feel like a slut compared to you. <laughs> no, I know. I it's so List interesting. Off, girl. <laughs> well, before you start, I just I've had like a couple of women hit on me, and I just like missed the cues, you know. And then I had one friend who basically stopped talking to me for years, and I realized she felt rejected. And I I just was so oh. yeah. And it was like it was like she to me. I'm so used to I'm I don't know big family whatever. She's like oh just sleep at my place. Like it was late, and then I was like how oh, old were you? This was college, okay. and she's like, "Do you have?" I said, uh, "Do you have something I can sleep in?" She goes, "Oh, I just sleep naked." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I don't even question it. I was like, "Sure, <laughs> why not?" Wow. <laughs> so I like hop in bed naked. I'm totally like, well, "Wow." Goodnight. Yeah, and she kind of like sidles over to me, and uh, and in my opinion, kind of did the coquettish thing that a woman would do when right. you want like someone to like, make poke, a move. Poke. Yeah, yeah, the little the <laughs> little nuzzle that's supposed to be in hetero dating is the signal that the guy leans in for the kiss or something. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
or or in the batting like, of the eyelashes yes yeah. it was the coquettish batting of the eyelashes and i'm sitting there going but i do the coquettish thing like what do you i don't know what do you want me to do i don't yeah. even know what to do and i was paralyzed with fear i managed to put my arm around her and she seemed to like it <laughs> and then i just froze like oh no i feel like i feel like this is what like 14 year old boys must feel like you know like i just i was like oh my god you had no moves <laughs> yeah and i was like <sighs> and i was like breathing slow you know like every little moment <laughs> i was like shivering with <laughs> fear <laughs> but were you scared that like because you didn't want to reciprocate or were you just like a fortune like i don't know what to do i didn't know what to do and then i was like what if i'm reading this wrong is like, she gonna reject me i'm so embarrassed right. i felt really vulnerable and then it was like she was waiting for me to act and i'm like i've never done this before yeah i mean look i so you got no sleep that night <laughs> yeah no sleep and i've and i and then i was frustrated the next day i mean Aww. that does speak to arousal in general though like yeah it all like i'm saying like it felt good i mean i could have gone that way i don't know I don't know. I, it's right. That but that we I, can have so many things going through our head about what's right, what's wrong. Yeah. And like blah, blah, blah. constructs. Well, and also I'm going, well, she's my friend, right? Like this, I have yeah. guy friends where I'd be like, what? I didn't know this was going sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But so tell us, I know we've already, we've talked, I mean, there are older episodes where we talk about kind of our, uh, I'll, our I'll be, encounters. I'll be brief. I'll what, summarize why? them. Don't be lush. <laughs> um, okay. So Turn us on. it all started. No, I'm, I'm straight. Like I'm totally st- hetero like well, you identify yeah you identify as straight you I date, do like yeah. I can't mm, I yes I I crave penis Ooh, yes I do as I well. mean you know like I can't <laughs> like I may crave like I may desire and fantasize about a woman but like I can't live without yeah like a like a penis but and and uh, in terms of relationships and you know that kind of like it's always a guy that I'm attracted to I've never I've never considered myself I'm attracted to women and I've played and dabbled but um I've never called myself bisexual however (laughs) and this is maybe speaks to my partners I don't they're very conservative perhaps actually yes one was Italian and one was well raised Muslim technically but both of those guys um uh, called me bisexual uh, they're like, well, you're bisexual. I'm like, uh, mm, uh, like I don't know. I don't know. I I, I'm pretty sure I'm not. And they're like, well, yeah, because you've, you've been with a girl. I'm like, um, you know, that doesn't make me bisexual. And they're like, right. yes, it does. I'm like, eh, it, it really doesn't. Like, yeah. I'm here to well, educate I, you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting to the, the firmness of labeling too, like this, like this need to categorize it. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. It's totally. just, you know, what's a roll in the hay? Right. Well, yeah. Um, and or, and there's know, an interesting study we'll get to that's going to yeah. touch on that a little bit later. Well, but um, I have family yeah. members who are, you know, who were married to men and then and then now are, is married to a woman, you know, like uh, so. So there is anyway. Fluidity. Really? Yeah. I've I never of, heard of that one. Yeah. I, I know a couple people actually married to men that now are with women. And um and I think it's just why because they wouldn't have children maybe or oh yeah maybe or or maybe again it was sort of taboo and so you know you you married a man and and maybe they also didn't meet the right person I think there's a lot of like kind of the individual person whether it's a man or a woman yeah you know attracting you and I sort of joke that as I get older I feel like I get closer and closer to being open to being with a woman uh and like when I had one friend hit on me and I again missed the cue <laughs> as I always do I'm like what's happening uh you know a few days later I dreamed about her and had this like erotic dream because I I yeah and I was like oh that's new like oh like I want to I want to do it I want to experience it but back to back to you a on well on, yeah because like, I'm our poor listeners I'm like I keep trying to get down the story and we side rail them but let's take a break 
Okay. Yes. Let's take a break before I, and then I'll come back and tell my stories. Oh my God. You can all my lesbian experiences. All right. Now, yeah, we're going to get into the details of why your partners think you're bi. (laughs) In the meantime, you can go to stephanieallen.com slash massage and uh, sign up to be on the waiting list for my videos on how to give a mind-blowing sensual massage for men and women. You can write us at advice at tatalksex.com and, you know, turn us on with your erotic stories. (laughs) Yes, please. Weird. Yes, that would be good morning reading. We'll be right back. And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. We're talking with Carlisle Forrester, our Hi. guest. Uh, yes, from the podcast, Two Girls and a Guy. Two Girls, One Guy. Thank you. Two Girls, One Guy, uh, which you can find on iTunes and Carlisle at Carlisle Forrester on Twitter. And uh, and you're also a stand-up on comic. On Instagram. I'm actually not on Twitter. Oh, okay. But Insta. Good to, good to Insta. know. Insta. <laughs> and she has beautiful boobs. I was, yes, sure I was going to say, and she's a beautiful Instagram. girl with beautiful <laughs> boobs that we've been talking about that yeah. everybody wants to touch. So <laughs> if you want to get a glimpse of those, <laughs> I'm totally going to pull a move on you. Um, those are so fake. <laughs> yeah, I like how in this episode we've like, you know, we've strategically brought like a woman into the lair, you know, and we're like, let's talk about they, gay sex after this erotic film. Yeah, they had me watch an erotic lesbian film to prepare, <laughs> get me all hot and bothered, and then bring me over to their house yeah invited you over at night <laughs> the low lighting yeah this is actually being broadcast at 2 a.m in the morning <laughs> I tell me. Um, um, okay so i was gonna tell you about why my partners think i'm gay yeah no um so so i've had several have i actually had sex with a woman like, i don't know like an intimate one-on-one i mean i have had i have given oral to two women Ooh, but see, I've never gone there. That was a new step for me. Whoa! And it was still very tentative. One was with a best friend. Um, we were having a threesome with her boy ex boyfriend, and um, that's really funny. There was a moment where I was like, "Was that me?" That was not you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we've had sex side by side, but we've never engaged together. <laughs> we did that one time. That was when I forgot about we it. We each once. had a guy, and then I was like, "Oh my god, that did happen!" Ah. <laughs> now the whole world knows about it um no but so uh, so yes it started in college um my first year of college i had a room a sweet mate who uh i was a total nerd so she got me into like drugs and um which was great i had the best uh, like academically it was the best college ever i mean whatever it was a great academic career okay but um anyway i don't justify it drugs to that yeah, so ecstasy, right? <laughs> Lots of ecstasy. And she had beautiful boobs. And th- it was the first time I really got to play with, like, she had D cup natural breasts. It was nice. amazing. So, um, and so we would kiss and make out and whatnot. And then, um, wait, but did she instigate? Like, how did that happen I, the we first were time? We were on ecstasy. I don't know. I mean, uh, she's ecstasy a, is she's, the instigation. She's schooled, you know, and well versed in, and she, I mean, you okay, know. Yeah, so she, she kind of warmed around. you up. I guess I, I guess I just sort of was there and then I was being bold and okay and you know in that cuddle pile that can happen yeah. with ecstasy yeah so pile. it just so, yeah and then so so then when I went home from break after having these experiences I like so there's a high school friend of mine who had a like a legit straight on full-on relationship with a with another girl in school and it became it was really private at first came public and they were together for like two years is amazingly beautiful love affair that she was a straight 
girl that even just married a man. But since she was like that open person who was one of my best friends, I came home and I just found myself like attacking her. Like, wow. like I literally, we would all like get together and have wine. I'd like pull her into the bathroom and just start making out with her. Like oh. and it whatever went as far as just kissing and like rubbing bodies. Yeah, it was oh, very innocent, nice. you know. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what it was. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. It was the phase, you know, and. So I did that a few times and then... Or maybe she specifically turned you on or, you know, or, or um, the freedom was, was sort of taboo and taboo is always fun. Maybe, maybe. But I think it was just... The, I think it was really, if I'm thinking back to it, it was really like the softness of kissing a woman and soft breasts and it was just a different experience. Yeah. And... I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I only touch soft men. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a hard man under you is a beautiful thing, too. I'm just kidding. But, I, but yeah, so there was those. And then, yeah, some other like group sex kind of, you know, like threesomes or a yeah. gap, like some of the group sex parties I've been to where you're playing. But I, like when I was giving oral, it was like shorter. It was like, okay, I'll do this because it's here and I wanted to see what it's like. But I was, I've never been like, you know, all there so i don't i've never made a girl orgasm yeah Yeah. i wonder if those things are also cultivated though because i think about you know early on and starting to have sex with men and how you know oral sex i kind of worked up to like i don't and even now it's not like i don't unless i'm really turned on i don't know i don't like dive straight for that i I think a lot of women do but it's like not i kind of have to be turned on in a certain way Oh, I have to be, I don't know. Yeah, I think usually I like to like maybe like come once from him and then I'm like, I love your penis. And then, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah. thank you, beautiful penis. And then I, and then I really love to give <laughs> oral sex, you know, or whatever to perform oral. But, uh, so then I wonder kind of in that same vein, like I, I definitely have seen a growth of my comfort with oral sex. And so I just wonder if with men, so yeah, you wonder with men. if that would translate with a woman. Yeah. That I could also just, you know, at first I'm going to be timid and I'm gonna be like, does she like it? But yeah. you know, it's all about kind of staying focused I mean the same we talk about meditation a lot on the show like when you're honed in and focused on like a detail yeah you know bringing someone pleasure is exciting and fun maybe I mean I've never get out there girls (laughs) I've never I've never hungered for for eating a woman out really Mm. even in my fantasies I'm hungry for like rubbing and kissing and yeah it's funny though but except except there was this one girl mm-hmm. um, and she I is love the exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one time I, I like she was a real life girl and I fucking craved her. I don't know what was wow. going on. It's the only time. And uh, she actually was a dancer. She might still be a dancer at the Abbey. Yeah. The, oh, you know, yeah. I remember uh, that. I was there I for that. You were? Yeah. Yeah, and you, when I got a yeah. dance from her the yeah. first time, no, I wasn't there for the first time. Well, but the we first went time. back with you because I was so that we like, could all get like motorboat, you know, yeah, motorboat I, her. Because I, yeah, I was literally like thinking about her for a week after. So here's what happened though. But I went, and so this is a it's a gay dance club where they've got go-go dancers, men and women, and actually uh, the guys that are go-go dancers are are usually straight. And so anyway, so there's this girl there that was a dancer and she was this um, Sicilian, I found this out from the bouncer who was like totally egging me on. He's like, go, she likes you, go, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like this dark haired Sicilian, more voluptuous kind of girl, like, um, yeah, booty and legs and shorter and stockier and which, no, I don't know, What they call me. that thick? I mean, <laughs> the thick is... I mean that in a good, like, that, yeah. like that's hot. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I don't know what it was. I got a dance from her and she just gave me this extra special dance. I'd never been to a strip club before or yeah. gotten a lap dance. And she, it, it was just this super erotic moment where like, I, she smelled like vanilla and her skin they was all smell sparkly. <laughs> and she had her the dancers. Right. And they she had her doing. bum cheeks in my face. I mean, she was clothed, but like there was just so, like it was this moment cut out of time where like wow. everyone gathered around us and it was this beautiful erotic wow. experience. And I was like, like after like you should have seen my face. I wish I had a picture of like <laughs> it was like, <sighs> like you know, and then I went home oh, and God, I, I literally couldn't get it out of my mind for a week. I'm like, fuck, this must be how guys feel. Yeah, and then, oh, and then for I, sure. And then I was like plotting with Christina. I'm like, let's go back. She's got to be. Yeah, there. Well, we did she, go back. Was she there? <laughs> she was yeah. there. And I totally she didn't remember me. Aww. Like she totally didn't like it was like Aww. I'm like, but. I was like thinking like, oh, I'll, you know, that I is was, how guys feel. They I have like a moment and they're like, why didn't she see me? Like, yeah. I yeah. And I'm literally in my mind fantasizing. I'm like, well, what would I do with her? I don't know. Take her to coffee. Would I take her to go eat? Like, what? do I don't know. I how just want to l- get to know her, I guess. And just but I literally yeah, fantasize about her taking her home bedroom. and having having sex with her. And she's the only woman. I don't know. Maybe it was a past life thing. I really don't know. No, but can I ask? I I think there's something to this in the idea of the more we're allowed to express eroticism or like the more we're allowed to be sexual beings like in in a more public way. Like I think I'm going to be like the annoying, I don't know, like school mom about kind of women's repression or like oppression of our sexuality. And like I feel I do feel inhibited in that way. Like if a woman, you know, makes me feel good, I kind of get nervous or I clam up like something's not it's not normal or it's not right yeah like so I I kind of turn a blind eye like I'm so turned um off from it like I don't even think of it as an option that I didn't even notice when my friends were hitting on me oh you know like I'm so I'm so like oh I don't know that's just not like norm the norm well it technically isn't the norm for your brain in the sense that you haven't been hit on by a woman often in your life you know so even your your brain isn't (laughs) like maybe wired to pick up on those signals but I I guess that's what I mean by like our call you know I I do believe that like I feel like as women we do have a very expansive sexuality like someone can touch me and I'm going to get turned on you know like a woman can lick my ears and my ears are super sensitive and I'm gonna be like right like it doesn't matter if it's a man if it's a if it's my ideal pretty boy or if it's or if it's Gigi yeah (laughs) yeah or or like or a woman you know and if it's happening I'm gonna be like like pleasure right (laughs) so so I, you know, that makes me go, gosh, you know, can I, can I push that boundary? Can I have more fun? Is there is more opportunity? Yeah, what more opportunity you, for deliciousness. What, what was the behavior that made you not comfortable that made you feel, because you said like, oh. something happened that you were like, oh, that's not right. Actually, I think you're right. I think for me, it's in the moments where I, it dawned on me that they were hitting on me. I think I felt like they were playing a feminine role and like wanted me to, to take the lead or to right so to to kind of take action they want yeah you right. were the, like you were gonna be the the boy yeah in the- right yeah you know and I do have I have this one really amazing memory of being at a 
at a like one of these warehouse parties in New York and we went with this whole group and this one guy was really into me and he's following me around. Anyway, at some point I was leaning against these speakers that were vibrating my whole body. Oh, yeah, yeah and I, so I, yeah, I pressed against them and my whole body's vibrating. And this other woman, this young girl, like chick was pressed against the speakers and she like turned to me and was like, can I kiss you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we made out and I was like, wow, was high from it. Yeah, and I think she played with my breasts. Yeah, it was amazing. And that was, you know, women have this sense Sensuality, right? That that's, that's what I'm saying. And this, this movie now, just was brought it ecstasy out. involved in that too. You said warehouse party. <laughs> I know, that right? does sound like Actually, a rave. I wasn't. I did. By the way, I did ecstasy for the first time this year. So oh, it Burning was, Man. With yeah, me. I was with you. Yeah, with you. And I then I did Burning Man. Lover. We did. Oh, a whole, and a whole we didn't show. rub each other. We, we should have. <laughs> Next time. I think it's because we work together that we have this boundary. That's very yeah. true. But, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. To be explored. <laughs> They're both naked right now. By the way, um, <laughs> I'm stroking her nipple. Know. Get it over with. <laughs> Jesus. TNA. Oh my god, I'm blushing. Stop already. Stop. <laughs> okay, I really. I, I here's the thing that that was brought up in my mind is as we're pondering all of this, I'm like, you know, I can't help but deny. Wait, I can't deny what? I can't okay. deny. I'm sorry, that makes no sense. I can't deny that for me, there does feel there seems to be something really natural about women being together sexually, and I, and there's a study, and there's a study. I love studies. So um, this study, it's fuzzy math. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the details because it, this it, it was this it was summarized in an article by um, Tracy Cox, who's a sex therapist, and she wrote an article for the DailyMail.co.uk. Um, the anyway, but uh, she talks about Meredith Shivers studies. But Meredith Shivers is a is a well known sex researcher who researches female sexuality, and a lot of her work is discussed in Daniel Bergner's book What Do Women Want, which T and I talk about all the time because Love it's that book. the fucking Hi. shit. Read yeah. the book. Have your woman read the book. Everybody should read this book. It's amazing. Yeah, but. Uh, in summary, she is able to test people's arousal through this device that Called she a plethysmograph. has. Yes, it's which is an awesome term. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I feel like it sounds like I'm getting an orgasm from that. But if you say that into a woman's pussy, she will orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the secret to oral. Plethysmograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. Uh, say is. those words and how men alone plethysmograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if any of you guys do that i will love you forever <laughs> Text us so the, the study what does it say sorry so the study is sidetracked um the study basically so she they she tested arousal with all different everybody in sexual orientations and it came out that across the board men women gay women gay men they were all attracted and turned on by women, a woman being with another woman, mm-hmm. even gay men and gay men and man on man, men being together sexually with another man only turned on the gay men. And I don't even think it was as high or as much as gay women turning them on. Mm. Yeah. So this I just is really say, interesting to me yeah. that like we're all why are we all wired to be turned on by a woman and a woman being together. Because they're the most beautiful creatures. Right? But why? And here's the thing. Nobody knows why. Everyone's just hypothesizing. So I would like to turn the question to you ladies and to us. Why do you, yeah, why Carlisle do you think that would be? I think it's just like the shape of their bodies and it has to do with 
procreation, you know, so that men are attracted, so they can procreate and all of that. Like, it's just... So we can lure them in? Yeah. Like a sherbet? Like, we don't even understand why, you know, people are attracted to, like, full lips and big boobs and, you know, now, now, big butts. Um, but, like, you know... It's just like a scientific, it's like beyond estrogen. our understanding. And pheromones, yeah, women. Fertility. Yeah. Well, an evolutionary biologist might, I, I'm curious to see what they would say. And I'm sure that maybe they would probably say something like what you're saying, like, well, the women lure the men in. <laughs> like I think of the peacock swap, like peacocks, like the male peacock is so beautiful. And the female peacocks, like this brown turd. <laughs> <laughs> that flops about. That happens a lot in nature, actually. <laughs> right. So and so some and certain species are like the other way around. Thank God humans are not like that. Well, Women I don't get know. to be the beautiful ones. Um, you know, it just is. I what it know is. a lot of human peacock turds. <laughs> uh, so just retract that statement. <laughs> no, but I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I mean that's an interesting detail though I, I don't I think it's also learned though like I know a lot of men who like fashion is starting to break molds where men want to have more creative fun flirtatious fashion totally you know like that's I feel like moving into this and androgynous you know fashion uh, that kind of stuff. I, I, I t- hate androgynous fashion <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, sometimes it can turn. I mean, I was turned on by my, you know, that one girl who is my gym instructor. I mean, fashion sense in general, men, I'm all for it. But androgynous. Guys, we have to take a little break. No, no, I know. know. When we we come back, we're going to we're going to finish that more. We're going to explore this more and talk about why hypothesis, why this might be the case. Yeah. And uh, and you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. Guys, write us at advice at TATalkSex.com if that brought up anything for you or if you want to ask us other questions. And uh, go to StephanieAllen.com slash massage to get on the waiting list for the central massage how-to videos And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. We're talking with Carlisle Cor- <laughs> Forrester. Hello. <laughs> Hi, from the podcast Two Girls, One Guy. Two Girls, One Guy. And, uh, and stand-up comic. You can see her at the Comedy Store yes. and uh, other places. Yeah. And you can find them on iTunes and, uh, and Facebook, yes. Two Girls, One Guy. So, okay. Can so I- we're answering the question about why are... In this study, why is woman on woman turning everybody on? (laughs) Everybody on. And men on men don't. I do. Yeah, I do like what Carlisle said about almost the woman being the source of creation. And in a way, it's like this this two like energetic balls of like the origins of life, you know, coming from women. I I don't 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 agree with you because because like technically the origin of creation is sperm and egg, man and woman. Well said. So and, and evolutionarily. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make like well. Why would I like? Can I? Th- say- it doesn't make any sense on an evolutionary level for me. Like, it, it, like obviously, I feel like there could be something buried in there. You know what I think it is. Mm-hmm. Let me think about that. Well, I, know, I have a thought. I feel like I, I feel like wired slightly differently. And we talk about this. This is the point. Like I, I remember in high school seeing my gay friend making out with his boyfriend at the time, and like he'd like pushed him up against the car, and they're kissing, and I was like 
wow, it's really hot. Like I got turned on by it. And then I think about how I actually prefer the idea of like a threesome with two guys. Like that's well, what I want. Well, you defy science then. I know. I don't, okay. I'm, so I'm you're an anomaly. Little, a little and bit. They, and they wouldn't acknowledge your data. <laughs> yeah. Well, but look, there's also a study that like a lot of porn that's one of the most viewed porn um, videos is like two guys and a girl or like, so you kind of have like a reversal. Hmm. Uh, well, anyway, but I don't know that. I, I don't know. I can only speak to the study yeah sure that's that, discussed that, here because that, that sort right. of contradicts the study well, well, i don't know and also but I can, going back to the movie too i think that the reason why it was so sexy to watch the women versus the men is because all the men in that movie were kind of painted as clueless sexually the one guy was an old pervert the other, the other guy, guy you know she never even let him touch her well i think like, he pro- he projected a lot of like what he thought women wanted i mean i feel like he was men almost, did not come off well yeah but he story. i think he captured that stereotype of like okay the guy that's like well you know i i dominate and that's gonna turn you on but i also think that maybe in that time period though what if it was like that because women weren't I think as was. vocal about what they liked sexually. And so I think that for centuries, a lot of women just probably endured sex and didn't even know how to have an orgasm or come. Right. Because the men are just like thrusting away and no. like this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so maybe there were more of these like illicit lesbian affairs but that we oh. just didn't know about because... So do you think maybe it's like genetically like programmed in us over centuries of I know we were talking Uh about this. Yeah, that is genetic. What did you call it? Genetic DNA. What is genetic? uh, I don't know. Genetic um, inheritance. Yes. Yeah. Well, like like where it's yeah, it's just something that's imprinted and then ends up in the genes and then we're wired for it. Well, yeah, like centuries of having shitty male lovers. Oh, well, (laughs) I mean, specifically, they talk about kind of war torn areas where you see like higher cortisol levels and then like how it kind of translates into, you know, your kids actually having like stress levels from it or or even like genetic PTSD but that's the negative side of it but I assume if that's happening then even the you know these other things could be happening as well well I have a thought shitty lovers in a past (laughs) life you're a lesbian that's how it works you guys (laughs) it's actually scientifically how it works they proved it I don't know if you guys knew that I I have a thought (laughs) I have a thought um okay so let's look at the bonobos yes I love bonobos okay so they're this kind of monkey have you heard of them Carlisle Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> the monkeys that that <laughs> we I think we've all for as fuck. a social lubricant for right. different tribes. Well, I'm wondering if it's something like that. Like women are the space holders, right? We create space. That's a very feminine thing to do. We're nurturers. We're um, we we. What if it is a social lubricant? You know, and if we're able to be sensual with both sides of the party, you know, like male men and women, and and maybe that is a way to ease tensions. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Or no, I, um, I like or mm-hmm. my other theory would be um, not that harems are <laughs> are go for it. Own I, it. I don't know. Not Own that it. harems are. What was I going to say? It's not like these are like. I don't well, know. There, are there is natural? a history of them. Actually, I I wonder if harems are sort of a natural. State. Well, I have a I have a hard time making a judgment on it because I don't I, know yeah, how I know. I know. how well I don't know how pervasive they were culturally historically. Like, is it just certain you know specific um, countries or, right. or tribes that, right. that did that versus others? You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't have a clear picture on it, but. Um, certainly my friend who lived in Yemen for a long time, she actually uh, studied Arabic and like lived with these. Yeah, like a, you mean mostly mod- these modern day present day. Okay. Oh, well, I, well, specifically my friend's experience was because um, they hanging out. Exist. Yeah, no, she was hanging out. She wore a burqa. She did all this stuff. She was like and she would 
hang out with these women in the parlor and they all you know smoked hookah eight dates hung out i think i could she be got happy massages. she had a lot of yeah a lot of <laughs> honestly massages. i think she did have a lesbian experience too i, think I mean i wouldn't be surprised knowing this yeah one. i mean i <laughs> i yes he's a randy great friend. for her but uh. like i i mean if i had if the guy was a bene- was a benevolent like awesome dude who like some guys are just so awesome you want to share them i feel like i've had partners where i'm like where my girlfriend's stuck with this shit boyfriend not stuck but like <laughs> has this shit boyfriend i'm like I literally stopped myself twice from saying, oh, no, well, you should try mine because he's great. (laughs) It was literally this natural instinct for me to share this great resource that I had of love and, you know, awesomeness. And so I'm like, that's what's made me if I don't if I don't put a stop to those impulses and I don't judge myself for having them, having had them a couple of times, it's like, well, I don't know, maybe some guys are just so. awesome they, they could, yeah. they're warrant a can, I, can i say something this came up for me around this election in which case am i sorry to finish that mm-hmm. thought in which case we women would be like there to amuse ourselves when oh, right because there's only one man and then I you don't play know. together yeah and and play yeah yeah no, no, like no. that's it's just an that's idea like sister wives well i was well, about yes, to say the mormons not, like yeah. mine is the freaky yeah well like, i mean cultish I, like i don't know yeah, Again, yeah, it would be dogma, an idealistic, well, utopic, you just pretty much non-existent. all of your Mormon listeners uh, right there. Well, all your polygamy. No, I was going to say that the Mormon community, I mean, it started with because they actually had a lot of like uh, conflicts like with war and men would die in war and then they would take the the wife like that was it was almost like an honor to the, take care of the family. In Nepal, they share wives because um, there's no shortage. Yeah, go ahead. Well, right. And I feel like the problem is with all of these models, I think they 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 aren't based in like the sensuality of it or like the pleasure of sex. Like it's all mm. Motivated for other reasons and then that's where I go mm, you know you kind of I feel like people adapt to the environment they're in so if you, that is the only access to sort of sexual pleasure then that's where you have that and and you know and affection and and physical anything okay can, okay wait can oh, I yeah go ahead what I have something I want to say too okay I I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna yes, lose. Go, do you have go. yours? Yes, I okay, do. Okay, because I might lose mine. Yes, I have mine. Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have my hand up. Um, oh my god, I lost it. No, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. It's just because I'm on the spot. Um, okay, we were talking about. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so what came to me is what you were talking was. Um, was it really? Okay, really, women. Oh, you're gonna argue with me about this. I'm Go gonna ahead. argue with my. Okay, but I'm just gonna say it. Uh, uh, well, okay, men and women, we both carry masculine feminine energy okay but but a woman a heterosexual normal normative whatever cis woman is going to embody a certain energy that is um nation to this world to the to earth it's like it's a raw carnal earth energy that is just sensual by nature Mm -hmm. and a certain sexual force that is different from the male sexual force so maybe it's just that that feminine maybe it's a natural law that that feminine energy or force is something that we all need and Mm -hmm. so we women there are channels of this energy or of this force for all right for everyone to feed off yeah man woman like men or women but i so maybe we women are open to it receiving it and giving it to mm. set like gender aside well i like the the kind of discussion of like female sexuality is very like wetness and like sort of this like waterfall kind of quality of you know yeah. and that's that is literally like a you know lubricant wetness i don't know so nourishing it's, like yeah mothering, and flowing right like liquid is right, flowing yeah, right. uh I, 
I actually specifically around this election thought about um, kind of more like Republican Reagan era austerity practices in like government. And I thought about how when things are more liberal and I don't, I thought of like austerity of pussy basically. And I thought, <laughs> I thought austerity. Can you define that for me? Yes, I'm going to. <laughs> okay. I thought, I'm, I thought about economics and America and how, when resources are cut and people feel more desperate for like, you know, needing to win or like this doggy dog mentality, mm. I think that women then... Which is very masculine. Yes. And women have to close up because they now need to protect their resource. And then right. they have to also kind of weigh like, well, who am I giving the resource to and what am I getting back for it? Yeah. And it becomes this... This was talked about in Dave Buddha's consent article. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it becomes austerity of like of sex. Like women start having to pull back because they're like, well, I'm not safe giving this away. And so, and you have an austerity, whereas the more safe and comfortable a woman is, the more feeling of um, a richness of resources, like, you know, that you're not desperate or that you're not needing to wield your sexuality for economic stability, the more you're able to have free flowing love and sex and energy and sensuality and like being able to share that, that. And then there is, there is like a lushness that just comes with the the capacity of female sexuality yes for sure and you're tying it to resources <laughs> yeah which so well i mean that boils down to the very normal what do i not normal stereotypical perspective of you know the whole the man provides and the woman provides <laughs> you yeah. know like oh, opens right. up yeah, well, but oh, I, interesting. Yeah, well, or or they like realizing that that's how female sexuality works. They've kind of created a power structure around it. This is what I'm saying. I'm that's thinking like, that you're right, and I'm thinking that there's this. It's almost like a water tap, and they there's, like tighten it and open it. But this isn't. I think that this is the natural state of a masculine and feminine interaction. But I think it's been um, maybe um, taken out of perspective and sort of like well, well, the power not shift. deformed, but like yeah, like. It's not a balanced power. Like I think well, in a, in I think a, it can be, but if no, it's abused it on either end, yeah, like if point. a woman is like holding, like eh, eh, mm-mm, you know, <laughs> and and if a guy is like, <laughs> and if, if a guy is like, you know, holding out on his end too, then they're both abusing each other, and you you have yeah. a, like a shit show. Well, then no one gets to have any sex. Everyone has back knots, and, and everyone's cranky. And you have America, <laughs> a cranky workforce. <laughs> More love, not austerity. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I have to say. I know. Well, we're wrapping up. Can I? Oh, go ahead. Carlisle. You have a thought. No, I was just thinking about how crazy that movie was and how, um, you know, definitely the roles of like being submissive and dominant are at play because she's kind of this kept woman, but she chooses to be there. Which reminds me of, have you guys ever read the book, The Story of O? No. Okay. I'm familiar with it. Everybody yeah. should go read this book right now. You oh, someone was telling me about masturbate to <laughs> black and white text on a page. Okay. Never thought that was possible. It's that good. I mm. like, I was reading it on a plane and I had to like excuse myself. <laughs> no. Yeah. But it is the hottest novel. You know what? You need to write into that author and share that testimonial right there. I think she's That's dead. a famous book. Yeah, yeah. It's an old, oh, okay. it's an older she, erotic book, like was, with Emmanuel and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's in the same like, vein as Emmanuel, but it was uh, like banned in the 1950s because of how erotic it was. It's like 50 shades of gray on steroids, mm. but it has that same element of like our heroine and, the handmaiden she's kept 
but she's like, uh, especially the part, this made me think of it when she was like reading to the guys in the really erotic way. Right. So these, these women are basically taken to this place to, but they actually service, you know, the men mm-hmm. with the spankings, the lashings that she was reading about. Mm-hmm. Those things actually happen in the story of O. But the women are turned on by, it's like what you were talking about earlier with crushing the guy's balls. They're turned on (laughs) by the pain and they want to be there. They want to be spanked. They want to be whipped. It was like the first S&M story back in the day. And it is hot. Delicious. I would bet you anything that well, because Iron, I keep calling it Iron Maiden. Handmaiden's <laughs> definitely really not the Iron. <laughs> Handmaiden's based on a book too, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the finger, whatever. the finger master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the this fingersmith, finger which smith. I haven't read the book. I don't know, but I immediately I'm like fingering. <laughs> because he saws off his that's what, oh. that's what i was thinking because that crazy i think it's well it's for both it's probably for that old man and you well know, lesbian. what a great title so much meaning exactly <laughs> yeah uh, yeah all the things we do with our fingers <laughs> so many things <sighs> on that note <laughs> yeah well yeah if you haven't seen the movie do if Please, you're interested everybody in goes playing see with some movie. women do <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just the overall story yeah. today you only live once yes, out there women. And, and play with women yes well you know look you only live once if you're curious i feel like i need to i need to do that really and just come back and talk about my experience on our show i'm well, so don't do anything and it's yeah, uncomfortable go, go I mean, and then for god's sake <laughs> i have a target but actually. if you do yeah. oh you do yeah i do no you I do. don't She's, yeah I, I know who it is i'm gonna i'm <gasps> gonna act on it. i don't know when though when i'm gonna see her it's not like on the books for like this week so uh, you know stand by hopefully by the new year i can you have a back. crush yes you I, have a girl crush yes the person i dreamed about oh my god yeah, i had this dream and i was like okay she's the one like i need to experiment with this person I need I need someone. If anyone is, <laughs> I, I need I need, I need a girl crush. Uh, I like it. I want I want to hook, hook up with Miley Cyrus. I think she's so badass. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. She who would be your Who would badass. be your girl hookup, Carlisle? Ooh, girl crush. I don't know if I know mine. Just oh someone you admire. God. Yeah, but but the, but the admire is completely different than who I would like I ravish think, in bed. I think yeah. Miley would be wild and free and fun, and she wouldn't make me be the boy. <laughs> Oh, you, yeah, right, because you want her to be the dominant one. But I'm going to push myself to be the boy with this one, this person that I have in mind. Have you ever seen the movie Gia? Yeah, yeah sure. I'm yeah, going to yeah. go Angelina Jolie circa the movie Gia. Okay. Not Angelina I could see Jolie, that for no. you. I could see that for yeah, you. Yeah, no, right? I thought of that, yeah. too. Yeah, she had a serious so centrality going on then, yeah. And that was around the time of my lesbian experience, too. Mm-hmm. I think that might have influenced me. I might. This is. I, I think I would probably choose, and I don't know who, but some beautiful Asian delight. Is that? Is that? <laughs> Wait, I mean, one of is the that women wrong? Hand, one of the women from The Handmaiden. Yeah. What is yeah. that wrong? Or or Marco Polo. Oh yeah, the women in Marco Polo, hot. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. But they're know. strong women. I love how like rich the female characters are in Marco yeah. Polo. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's all new to me and so that's like definitely a very for me a very feminine archetype so Mm -hmm. that's something i want to explore so maybe that's why i'm gearing to that but that would be my pick right now (laughs) 
Ask me in a month. We'll see. You're so impressionable. Like I turn, am, I'm so. Turn oh my god, on, and that's what you're into. Oh you're my like, god, it's bad. You're like I'm into it's rubbing bad. on plants right now. Someone showed me how erotic they can be. But this is the point. Female sensuality. Like we're open flow. Like oh yeah, show me why I'll be turned on, and I am. Like cool. <laughs> Never gonna look at those balls the same way. Oh, yes. Okay. Bit. Real quick, I you guys, I'm gonna try to do us a favor. I'm gonna try to hunt those freaking balls down. Okay. Because I want to buy a set. Do we? Sh- I, they're ornamental and they jingle. I don't. Th- I think we should leave it as a surprise. <laughs> oh, I just said it. Well, all right. Anyway, it's the last scene of that film. I was like, spoiler alert! It's amazing. Yes, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay, good. I'm not going to tell you what. It, but the last scene, I was like, yes, yes, and yes, done. I yes. just want to so say, I'm see what I can find. The Handmaiden was a reminder of like how fun and joyous and celebratory sex is supposed to be across the board. Yes. And on that note, we're going to wrap up. It's, we're at the end of our show. We've gone over. <laughs> we, we are. Um, so go see the movie, please. And um, Carlisle, thank you for being thank with you us. For having for me. telling us your your lady and friend so being, stories for being so open. <laughs> And letting us dig yeah, <laughs> at your fun. lady experiences. Um, and you can find your, do we already say this? No, go no. ahead. Two Girls, One Guy podcast. It's on iTunes. And yeah, download and subscribe. All right. And uh, please, you can go to stephanieallen.com slash massage to get on the waiting list for my how to blow someone's mind with central massage and master the art of touch. And yeah, so you can deeply bec- turn on your partner's. Yes, you can be a god or a goddess. I'm saying it. You can. <laughs> yeah, and uh, write us that advice at tatalksex.com with any questions or thoughts, and we'll uh, we'll read them on our show. And um, any what anything else? I mean, social media at tatalksex.com or sorry at tatalksex. And uh, and I think that's it. All right. Have a great night. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T, and I'm A.